Super Bowl sale here at Mitchell's Jewelry in Norman, 2201 West Main Street. Today, tomorrow, and Sunday as well. Five cans of soup or $10, you'll get 50% off of one item. They're supporting Meals on Wheels here at Mitchell's, which is uh, it's really, really cool. Um, very close to uh, Valentine's Day. So, guys, come in, get something at Mitchell's Jewelry for a uh, half off with five cans of soup. Uh, text line, we got a ton here. First off, uh, it says, hey, guys, any information on where the Cincinnati game is going to be played, if it's going to play at their home stadium or if it's going to be played at the Bengals stadium? Nippert. I, w- I would guess that they're going to play that as a home game. And I, I, don't, I don't know why they would. Like, I know the last time OU played there, it was at the Bengals stadium, but um, it'll be a sellout crowd. I, they're they're going to want that on their home field. Just like Houston – just like Houston wants Texas on their home field and not at NRG sure. Stadium. Well, there's not a whole lot of – now, I know OU Texas is, and I know Florida Georgia at least used to be, but there's not many neutral site conference games, right? And that would, te- um, that would be a, technically be a neutral site. Yeah, let me think of a – Okay, Florida Georgia still is. I think that might change. OU Texas, of course, those might be the only. I thought two. they changed Florida Georgia. Well, they're going to. They 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 they're still playing it in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. as of right now, and okay. I think as of next year, there's some movement to change that. Yeah, right. yeah. They'll, they'll, I I would like. I think Cincinnati. What do we read? It only holds like thirty something thousand. It or would, maybe it's forty something thousand. It's not very thirty seven nine seventy eight. Now, when you go to the game, like on ESPN. On the game information, it has it at Nippert Stadium. Yeah, and I like there's that's where I think there's not be. a asterisk or anything next to it that says that it's going to be played at a, a different location. So, for the time being, operating under the assumption that it's going to be played at Nippert, we might have fun with that. Maybe yeah. we'll see. Four hundred five. Houston is not fine. We haven't won there in any sport recently. I'll never go to any event in NRG Stadium again. I think the last time we won there was a Big Twelve Championship game against Colorado way back when. That yeah. is accurate. Yes, twenty OU years. OU played ago. there uh, two thousand two, the inaugural season that that place opened, and they've uh, had the worst loss in Final Four history, and a dominating loss to Houston in that place since then. Mm. Yeah. yeah, tough. Well, I guess when I say it's fine, I just mean that the only the only reason I don't want to go to Houston is because of the traffic. Like, there's nothing else that factors in in for me. Like, I don't care about our history there. We got to go change it. Right? That's the only thing that you can do. You can't walk around being scared of the city of Houston. And there's some there's some football players that come out of that city, so wouldn't be yeah, bad to no go have a presence that. there. I think the, the national championship is there this uh, this season, which is interesting. Right. Which I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, Houston's hosted Super Bowls before. It's a like, it's a nice stadium. Yeah, I mean, I, lo- I don't love the city. I'm like you, but yeah. Softball didn't have any problems at Houston, says the text line. Didn't the softball just sweep an invitational in Houston? Yes, they did that last year. Doesn't count. Uh, The softball team does not count. When you win everything everywhere, uh, venue isn't as big of a factor. 
October 2005, OU played Kansas at Arrowhead Stadium. So you're asking about neutral site conference games. Yes, that did happen. Okay. Wow. Nice, uh, nice pickup there. That's a big time one. It's that long, long time ago, and uh, able to pull that one out of the hat. Nicely done. Doug Miles, a Cincinnati fan on Twitter, said the game will be played at Nippert because it has sunk a ton of money into upgrading that stadium in the time since OU played at Paul Brown Stadium. And they want to show it off? Yep. Okay. Well, it's their first Big 12. Like, and that's the thing, too. It's their first ever Big 12 game. How JV would that look if their first ever Big 12 game, they're like, well, I guess we'll play it at the pro stadium next door and not at their home stadium? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that one's played on campus. Well, I'm glad that I don't care to go see a – I don't mind a small venue. I don't either. A small venue to More me – More personality there. I agree. As long as a small venue that's empty is the same as a big venue that's empty. Smaller, packed out to me is way better than a big stadium that, you know, you just – you got smattering of people through most of it and a couple of big sections that are full. I say load that sucker up, let's go. Be a better environment. Yeah. You know, a lot of true road games here recently, like if you go to a road game at Kansas State, what do you think you pay, like 80 bucks a ticket or so to get in there? No idea. Uh, well, I, that's probably a good number. Baylor, probably something similar. The, the point is, is like you go anywhere else in the Big 12 and, you know, maybe you pay 80 to $100 for a ticket. What, I, I wonder how much or if we really realize how much tickets are going to be at the BYU and Cincinnati games. Cincinnati, it's their first ever Big 12 game, one of the biggest home games they've ever had. It doesn't seat a lot of people. Like, I remember you telling me, and you're right about this, in 2016, uh, Houston hosted OU at NRG Stadium, a big stadium. Mm -hmm. And you're like, dude, I'm just telling you, anyone that's ever claimed themselves as a Houston fan will be at that football game. And by God, you were right about that. I mean, there was a ton of Houston fans. So in smaller venues... I wonder if those are going to be, like, really, really expensive tickets because, obviously, like, that's the game of the year for Cincinnati. It's probably the game of the year for BYU, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Does our allotment size change depending on the size of the stadium or where you're going? That, I don't, I, I don't know that. Yeah. I don't. How big is BYU Stadium? 60,000, right around there, give okay. or take. Yeah, that's not bad. Which is a huge stadium in the Big 12. That's Neyland Stadium in the Big 12, 60,000. Right. That's the one thing that's going to be wild, is seeing all of the huge stadiums in the SEC. We don't see – Iowa State's the biggest stadium we see in the, in the Big 12. And it 12. doesn't even – but it doesn't look – I guess no. I've never been there, but I've it seen doesn't. it on TV. And, like, Neyland Stadium looks massive, as does Tiger Stadium in the Swamp. But they don't even have seats in one end zone, right? Correct. Doesn't look intimidating, or yeah, like no, every no, place in the SEC will be outside of Vanderbilt. Yeah, Neyland has fifty thousand more seats in it than <laughs> Iowa State does. <laughs> it's like times two. That's a two that's a big one. deal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gigantic, man, and it it the it looks huge. Now it looks like crap. Uh, the outside of it looks. It looks like it's, you know, it's a Frankenstein stadium. 
you can see like every single time that they've upgraded it or added on seats, it's just like pieced together. Like, bad plastic surgery. Yeah, it, it, it does not look good. But once you're inside, you can't tell at all, and it just looks massive, and it is loud. I'm kidding a little bit, but I feel like if you take the uh, capacity for every stadium OU is going to play on the road this year, that it will equal to Neyland Stadium when you play them and whenever you play them on the road next. Tulsa, Cincinnati, BYU, just throw them all together and you probably get like the Swamp or Tiger Stadium or Bryant-Denny or whatever. Uh, that's actually interesting. If you look at our schedule, not counting obviously the Cotton Bowl, I don't know that there's – can you add – any two stadiums together and get the total for uh, Neyland? So, Iowa State's 60 and what's OSU, like 58? But we don't play at Iowa State. Oh, yeah, we yeah. play at okay, Tulsa, you're, okay, Cincinnati. You're saying, you're saying this year. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would have to be BYU and – Oklahoma State. Yeah. So, you're I mean, right yes, about you the could, same. but it's close. Like 110. <laughs> it's really close. Jeez. <laughs> Man, Let's that's see. just nuts. Boone Pickens holds 55, and BYU, you said, holds like right around 60. Yeah, it's, yeah maybe like 62 63. or so. Yeah. So, yeah, those two, I guess, do add up to more. That, uh, that's a, that's You get 118 out of that. And what's Neyland, like 110 or something like that? What, yeah, yeah, I think close to that. Yeah, so, okay, well, I was wrong. But it's well, closer you than were it close be. enough. But you were close <laughs> enough to make the point. Okay, right. I think the point was made. Um, I, is this real? What am I seeing on uh, on Twitter right now? Mount Washington. Where is this at? It's in Washington. Mount Washington, New Hampshire. Uh, is that where this is at? Yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> um, Windchill of a negative, a hundred and four degrees. Is anyone else seeing this currently? Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's the wind shield. It's currently 44 below, but the wind shield is negative 104. Huh. That is brutal. And I don't even know. I, I Maybe you can, but I don't feel like I could. Like, once you get to negative 30 or 40, like, can you even sense the difference with your, uh, so. with your nerve endings? Here's why, it's, um, here's why the wind shield is negative 104. It's negative 44 degrees, and the wind speed is uh, northwest at 99 miles per hour. <laughs> oh, my what? gosh. Yeah, that's what this weather forecast says. That's nuts. Wow. That is – that's interesting. Hmm. Fascinating. Uh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be in Oklahoma right now where I think it's probably, what, like 50 degrees outside. It's the nicest day we had in a while, and the uh, weekend's supposed to be nice. 60s on Sunday. So- if you want to add up things to see if it equals to something else, you could add up the previous four days and the temperature wouldn't be as high as what it is now. Yeah, that's probably right. Probably right. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We've got a couple of segments remaining. Keep hitting us on the text line. We'll get to some of those next. 651-3439. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush as we take you into the weekend. A few texts here on the text line before we move to our filling up the stat sheet segment. As long as the stadium stocks the fridge with Choco Tacos, 
Teddy doesn't care about the size of the stadium. <laughs> There's some truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that, I some think. truth to that. I, I don't know. I think um, – I feel like our team has played better on the road in bigger um, – well, yes, like the whatever, past 10 the, years. The bigger, more intimidating the environment, the better our team is played. The past Rutgers. 10 years, is that a good – yeah, like the past 10 years, think of the like top three wins the program has had. Well, I, I can tell it's you two of them. It's not even 10 years. You can go back further than that. Okay, well, we can go as far back as you want. But at two and three or at one and two or at one and three, it's going to be the Tennessee win and the Ohio State win, probably the two biggest crowds they played in front of, to your Tennessee, point. Tennessee, Ohio State. At Notre Dame, at Florida State, um, played at Alabama. At UCLA, at UCLA there were 65,000 fans and 45,000 of them were OU fans. Yeah. It was a big crowd. It just seems like whenever like whenever something feels like this is – I think it's a negative because we make fun of Texas, right, that they don't handle success very good in a, a – a mark of a bad team is whenever you play differently given the environment. And that has happened to us. We've been lulled into this this false sense of, you know, we go to the Big 12 and we just own the, own the conference and everyone's going to lay down for us so we don't get up. But, boy, whenever all of a sudden we're faced with a, a big test on the road, big environment, you know, that's all of a sudden people are talking about how difficult it's going to be we we seem to answer the call in those situations. So yeah, I that's one of, that's one of the things that you look at the SEC and, and feel like, yeah, we may take our lumps some, but I I feel like we're going to rise to the occasion pretty quickly. Here's a uh, two for one, and we'll move on. We need one hundred thousand seats, says the nine one eight. Another in the nine one eight says, actually, this is four hundred five. Are there any plans to add seating to the Palace on the Prairie? Well, there's plans to change the press box on the west side of the stadium. Now, in order to do that, do they have to tear down the whole upper deck to build a new... Well, in those original mock-ups they had 10 years ago, then yeah, yes. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Now, I would expect that they're going to change the press box... And it's going to be more about adding a bunch of really nice suites than it is about uh, adding a good area for the press. Um, so, does it end up having more seats? I, I doubt it. But there are additions coming. And I guess maybe there is a chance that the overall capacity does go up some, but I wouldn't anticipate Not it. Not to 100,000. Being I, I anything don't, that you really notice. I don't think we see a day where OU holds 100,000. And really, they don't need 100,000. It's like, it'd be it's like 86, 87,000 on a game day. Yeah. Now, if you're getting just – if they're killing it in the SEC and they're consistently at the top for the next 15 years and you're seeing SEC teams bring in – Five seven thousand on the reg every single Saturday when they come here. Then maybe you get to a point in fifteen years where you say, "Yeah, let's add ten thousand extra seats." But I don't think that there's much reason for that now. Adding seats now is it's only um, 
it's it's only to to check a box that you have a hundred thousand seat stadium. I agree. Because, like Texas did. I got to tell you. This year, looking at our schedule this year, you're going to have a hard time mm-hmm. having a like they're going to sell out. But like, I doubt we have one game where you have a butt in every seat. Yeah, I mean TCU better be really good. The everyone better be excited about the opener if that's going to be the yeah. Case. The TCU game better be a deciding like win and you're into the Big Twelve championship or something between the two teams. Like there better be something there and. and and it, it has a chance of happening, but other than that, I don't know, man. Hey, we got to fill up that stat sheet. Brought to you by Dorsey, Jones, Buick, GMC, and El Reno. I-40 and exit 125, just 20 minutes from OKC, a little drive to big savings. I'm actually going to put Pierce on the spot here. Mm. Uh, I'm going to make him fill up the stat sheet for, let's go with Grant Sherfield. Pierce, what will uh, Grant Sherfield's numbers look like tomorrow night in Morgantown? I'm not going to lie. I'm not expecting a whole lot from the sheriff. <laughs> Great. Oh, Great. If I had to guess, if I had Happy to guess. Happy Friday, everyone. Well, not, not a whole lot. I'm not expecting like a, a monster game like he had with Alabama dropping 30. Give me give me 19 points. Okay. Three boards, four assists. 19, three, and four. Yep. Not a bad game. I'm more, con- I'm more concerned about how many shots he's going to have to take to get 19. Oh. That's going to tell the story for me. Yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't think about that. I don't think he'll mm. – he's been struggling because compared to his start, you know, he started off, he was, what, number two in three-point percentage for the longest time it felt like. He's, he's still shooting a career high right now, but he's been a career 36 38% over his whole career from three – Obviously, a little bit better from inside. So, I think he's going to decline in shooting percentage as we move further into the season. It was an, it, he, was, he was well above his career mark to start off the year. Yeah, that's well what I'm above. saying. Like, yeah. way over it. So yeah. I think He was playing at an all-Big 12 first team mark earlier in the 100%. year. 100%. So, I, I feel like that's going to drop a little bit. Uh, and it has been. So, I, I think that's, that trend is going to continue. Here's what's going to happen. He's going to be... On, on that stat line, he's going to be four of seven from three, okay? Okay. He's going to hit two I'll mid-range jumpers. He's going to have uh, one drive to the basket and one get fouled and make the, the free throw. That's how he's going to get his 19. Well, is that going to be enough to win? He is our best player. Is 19 points from Sherfield going to be good enough? He's yeah. He's our best offensive player. That's good enough to win from him but no one else is going to play to the level that they need the stat line is Jalen Hill like what does he have Jalen Hill and Tanner Groves if they can have a good game they could beat anyone in the country I think but the problem is will they that's always the big question into every game um here's some of the lines for tomorrow uh KU at Iowa State 11 a.m KU is a one and a half point favorite that's a top 15 matchup Iowa State wins the uh the basketball game agree Tech at Baylor uh, Baylor's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Win and cover. 15th-ranked TCU is at GIA. Uh, OSU's a three-point favorite over TCU at home. Win by Oklahoma State, no cover. Top 10 matchup in Manhattan. Ten, number 10, Texas at number 7, Kansas State. K-State a one-point favorite. K-State runs them out of the gym. Me too. Um, no spread on OU and West Virginia. Kind of uh, annoying. Well, it's West Virginia minus six-and-a-half. That's what it'll be. That's, okay. I, I mean, if you 
told me that you saw that somewhere, I'd probably believe that. No, I didn't. I'm just telling you what it's going to uh, no, be. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying I would believe that if, 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 if you told me you did. Hot start, man. That's This team needs some confidence to get rolling early. So we'll see if they can do it. All right. Final timeout. Couple more uh, text messages we can get to on the other side. So get a last one in six five one three four three nine. Tyler's hanging out there at Mitchell's Jewelry. Um, we'll hear from him one more time. What's going on out at Mitchell's? Stay tuned. All right, final segment take you taking you into the weekend. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. Nice job, man. Uh, my app updated during the break. West Virginia is a six and a half point favorite. Great job. You got it dead on balls accurate. Now, I can tell you what the I'm spread's going to be, but I can't tell you who's going to cover or not. Oh, I can. You can? I can tell you who's going to cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just told me that uh, Grant Sherfield's uh, going 4-7 from behind the three-point line, right? Yeah. Well, you will see this game next week on Bad Beats. OU will be down nine, and Sherfield will hit one of those threes as time expires. OU will uh, lose by six, and they'll cover. So... Yeah, I don't think – yeah, my four of seven, That's he's four of nine. I was about to say four of seven, that's really good. I, yeah. I was like, I'll take that. And I, I, might I had him, at, nine, I had him at a way too efficient 19 points. That's I not going to I would probably happen. take four of nine, too, it's, if you offered that to me. It's probably going to be a volume 19 points uh, if he hits that number, which, you know, I think we, uh, we all expect. We need yeah. Jalen Hill, though, and Tanner Groves. Like, Agree. Those guys got to – Got to bounce back with some nice performances. I agree. Add more affordable seats for those uh, blue-collar folks, says the text line. Talking about the football stadium. Where are the blue-collar seats at now? East side, upper deck. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. I don't – what's – obviously the ticket prices are different depending on where you sit. Like, what's – how big is the difference, though? Like, if you're – if you're in a, a club. For season 50, tickets, I have no idea. I, yeah. I have no idea for season tickets. But most games, man, whether it's scalping tickets outside or just buying them on StubHub, like right before the game. That's it. You, you, can, get, you can get tickets, you know, blue-collar prices. Better than blue-collar prices. If you just go up there and catch someone going in, or I guess you can't do it anymore now that they don't have the hard tickets at all electronic but uh, you can get tickets to almost anything right before it starts that are like bottom of the barrel prices yep. for, for that like Baylor comeback me and yeah. my my brothers we all drove down and we waited last last second and we bought our tickets for ten dollars exactly that's that's how it goes you you just if you can there's some nervousness there that you maybe not won't be able to get in the I'm doors. Not but enough. It's it, a flaw of mine. Too it always patient. happens. I'm the same way. I I would rather secure it up front and unfortunately probably overpay, but uh, that's the way to do it. If you want to get in on on the cheap, just wait it out right before kick. You can get them for nothing as they fire sell them. I uh, guess this is going to be the last text of the week. Zane and Tulsa says, blue collar seats are at your mom's house. So, <laughs> I don't know if that be, needs to become a new Friday tradition. We read the most outrageous thing, the last text of the week, but 
Zane might have just started something new there. Was know? that the most outrageous thing, or was it the text that said OU's going to win by eight tonight, uh, this weekend? Is that more <laughs> that outrageous? That or Gunny earlier in the week saying, I'm gonna, I just ate a ribeye about to go get high. That's, <laughs> that was probably the top three from the week. And he backed that up with uh, Mass ordering a bunch of gold thongs on <laughs> yes. Amazon. So. He had quite a week, didn't he? he did. Dang. What a he week did. from Gunny. You eat a ribeye and uh, get high, you end up with a, a bunch of <laughs> gold thongs showing up to your house from Amazon packaging. Uh, thanks, Pierce. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, yeah, you did great. Thanks a lot. That was cool. It was fun. And uh, everyone have a nice weekend. We appreciate you guys. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's all go have an ice-cold Pacifico. <laughs>